0: Hey what's up y'all welcome back to on your mental this is the podcast that shares candid open and sometimes vulnerable conversations between and about men this week's episode is the second week in a series of episodes in partnership with Movember and this week we're talking about a bit of a heavier topic we're talking about suicide and the effect that it has had on myself and on three of my friends so just a heads up bit of a heavier conversation as a reminder as well we do have the donation link for november in the description so if you're interested in supporting this great cause um, which is looking to change the face of men's health feel free to do so follow that link in the description and i hope you all enjoy it's a really great talk a bit of a heavy one but it's a really great conversation and i'll see you all in a moment when the episode starts Peace.
1: You actually going? You bought your ticket? For Ultra, yeah. I'm, you no bought way. your ticket? You did,
2: yeah. What a fucking spur of the moment decision. I'd yeah. be down to
1: go if we go with a different group of people.
2: <laughs> Why? I mean, if you can gather a group, I'm, I'm because
1: because those guys are like super into like EDM and stuff like that. If I yeah. go if I go somewhere like that, I would like to also see either Miami, Vegas, like the other side, like, and I like it for it to be you know like a group of like really close friends. Like who's that? Like Devin and you would be going. Yeah. yeah. Ben. Who else? Ben's going. Okay, but Ben Matt. and Jessica are going to be together all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah Matt. Mm-hmm.
2: But Matt's part of that group too. It just what seems about, like a
1: lot, of, a lot of money for, yeah, it for is. a rave. It is. Yeah. A
0: three day rave at that. Yeah. Think about that for a minute. He only brought
1: know. caps because he's a fucking mule. He's going to sleep the drugs in. <laughs> 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 I didn't actually want him there. To... Keister,
0: check this man at the airport. <laughs> man. But it's, you guys are doing more than just the three days though, right? Or are you just
1: going in for the festival and then leaving? Yeah, I think we're just going. I feel in. like yeah. you gotta like do Miami. In, Dude, that's too. what I'm saying. Like knowing them, they're just gonna go straight for the festival. Like right. even that's, when even when you're there, people are gonna be either too dead or just. What about like, to after parties
0: yeah. stuff? You can go do that, but then that's still kind of like it feels like the same vibe. After
1: but like, ain't no one gonna go to the beach at like no. fucking twelve no. or two. No. no,
2: the Airbnb's are pretty nice there. Yeah, like stacked with pools and like beach volleyball stacked. courts and stacked with pools. Like there's pools stacked on top. Yeah. <laughs> It's infinity pools on top of infinity pool oh, on top of a hot tub. Got a Lamborghini. Oh. Oh. Oh, brand. Only brand new. <laughs> you got to swim through rainbow. the pool to get to the hot tub. <laughs> that's what i'm saying a trip you like can't that hold your breath would be,
1: would be fun to go for like a week yeah it would spend the first three days in miami and then the, finish it off with the fucking that's what i was thinking festival. when i before i bought the ticket but when is that gonna happen no that's what i'm saying we should actually pitch that because how much it, once you're down in miami
2: is 400 dollars for the ticket right u.s yeah yeah
1: <laughs> fuck <laughs> actually yeah, legit,
2: it, it, came to, legit came to like 600 after taxes and shit
1: it might be worth it to just fuck you can always sell it though right uh Welcome back, Shandy
0: and Seb, returning as guests on the podcast. Welcome back, to on Your Mental. Thank you for um, having us. Cabs. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Every day it gets worse with this guy. <laughs> You're missing something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> missing the vest, dude. <laughs> I, I just realized, that. yeah, because we, I guess the last episode we filmed was the Halloween one. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, we had, yeah, November came out before that, though. So this is, this is week two of November. first of all Let's talk about that for a second Obviously for everybody listening and watching This is uh, a month of episodes dedicated to stuff related to November And uh, supporting their effort in changing the face of men's health And uh, today we're going to be talking about some important stuff But before we get into that, I will address my face as an update For the people I hate that you didn't do it, man <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, so my face is This is The 4th? Are we on the 4th or the 5th? This is November 4th. So this is four days of growing back out facial hair. But I'm going to get rid of the beard part on the 8th when I film another episode. So next week's episode after this one will be just a stash at just a week's growth. And it's going to be disgusting. (laughs) And it's going to be worse and worse and worse as the month goes on until the last week. And it will be bearable. And I'm still going to hate it. But it's for a good cause, so we're raising money for November. Um, there's a link in the description for the episode if you're interested in donating. Uh, but anyways, today's topic, we're going to be talking about something that is, uh, I guess, close to all of our lives or part of all of our lives. We're going to be reflecting on our experience having lost somebody to suicide. Um, I'm going to kick off the episode, though, with a quote from Will Smith, and uh, I believe it goes, "Welcome to Miami." Bienvenido a Miami. Um, what do y'all think about that quote? Uh, no, so there, I actually got this from another podcast. It was with uh, I don't know if any of you have heard of Jay Shetty. No, he does, he's a, oh he, dude, yeah, really blue eyes. You don't know
1: him,
0: <laughs> but he's got a he's got a podcast. Um, I didn't watch the podcast. I came across the clip on on TikTok as I come across most things in my life these days. And there was a, a clip. <laughs> it's so sad. Half of my like news is from TikTok. Um, there was a clip there and he was talking with Will Smith. And Will Smith said something that I think it, it stuck with me and made me think and made me think to actually have this conversation in today's episode. Uh, what he said was that we should be in the richness of our hellos and goodbyes. And what I kind of took from that is that life can be fleeting and you never know the significance that a hello and a goodbye might have for somebody. That's one of the more human things that we get is a greeting and a farewell. And that made me start thinking about what it means to say hello to somebody, to uh, say goodbye to somebody, and when it might be the last time you don't know it's the last time. Um, so I'll, I'll open this up to us and ask you all what you took from just hearing that quote from Will Smith. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, what do you think? I'm going to turn on this light while I'm while I'm looking at that too.
2: I think Seb's got this first one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really get
1: it at no? first, and nah, uh, I thought he was trying to be too deep and like existential, and I didn't really mm. understand. At all? Yeah. <laughs> well, like when I, when I thought I was like, okay, like this is just too much. But then, like the mm. whole—he's
0: just trying to say it to be it's trying to seem so smart, man. You're fucking Will Smith. Come it's on. Will Smith.
1: That's like, relax. Him. Fresh Prince. <laughs> yeah. Fresh Prince of
0: the <laughs> Dude, yeah, all the Jada stuff. Anyways, yeah.
1: But I mean, yes, it makes sense.
0: Why? Why do you think he's just trying to be like extra thoughtful or? why do you like not believe in like maybe the genuineness of that quote
1: it's not that i don't believe in it it's just you know it's too it's trying really hard to be like philosophical Mm. and it's just like that's just something that should be expected
2: you know i don't know
0: sure sure no that's fair yeah
2: yeah i guess i agree that it's something that should be expected but it's like super super simple concept Mm -hmm. like you should be more sincere with your hellos and goodbyes Cause you never know when the last time you're going to see someone is or mm-hmm. when the next time you're going to see them, see them is, but it's often like an overlooked, overlooked concept, right? Mm-hmm. Like when someone's like, Oh, like if you like say hello and goodbye, like you mean it, but like life is just when you're younger, life is just, just constantly going. So yeah. you're like saying hi to your friends, saying goodbye to your friends. Like for example, at school, you see it, you see everyone every day, Yeah. but yeah. I'm starting to realize the importance of this, of this quote and that concept As soon as we got out of high school, Mm because I'm seeing our friends like every day and then you see them now maybe once every, like some people I see maybe once every couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot can change in that time. Mm -hmm. Right.
3: I think our friend, I think our friend group does a really good job in like saying hi and bye to each other. Like we always hug each other. We do. We always say bye. Love you. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Our friend group.
1: I
0: like that too, in the sense that like we don't like we don't end things on a bad note ever. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what I want to like kind of get across with like talking about this. Uh, this you saying that about like as you've gotten older, you've thought about that, and um, when you're younger, everything's always moving. I heard something when I was a kid, and I, it was like some news story. I think someone had lost their husband or something like that, but their husband had always said to them i love you every single day before they walked out the door they always said i love you and me growing up being just myself and my mom i took that into the relationship with my mom and it was like i would always say i love you to my mom after every conversation now and i've continued to do that because it's like you never know what's going to happen right you never know what could change yeah there could be an accident there could be something going on right um so i think it's it's important to leave things on mm-hmm. a good note
3: and like at least like it'll give you some peace of mind knowing that like your last words was i love you you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. like even if it was just like a okay bye i love you yeah you know
0: yeah they at least heard it yeah you know what i mean so to to bring that idea obviously we can all agree that it's important to to do that um Kabir and I, we mentioned in last week's episode that our friends had, we've we've all lost this person um, in our lives to suicide. And I, they, I'm not going to like pretend they're anything like that they were a very close friend of mine, but all of you were, right, and are. And so that, I, I might have gone through this experience very differently than some of you who were actually much closer to this person than I was right so that that's kind of also why I want to talk about this is I've I can only know my own experience and I can only know how I've felt through this which is watching all of you go through a very tough time was tough for me to see and it was like it brought out emotions in me and I I would feel really sad about this stuff I think I talked about this as well and I was talking about when I just I had a bad day thinking about you Seb when you were dealing with this, how you were dealing with this. And I I just, I, I felt for you, right? And it's not that I was affected directly by the loss of this person. I was affected indirectly because it affected my friends who were very close with this person, right? So it's that whole like cascading effect through. Um, so I wanted to ask you all, and I, I know it's hard to talk about it and we're not going to get into crazy detail. I want to be respectful of all that, but I do want to kind of ask how did this affect you and how has it continued to affect you in your life today
2: uh from the the grieving side i'm not much of a i'm still trying to figure out like how i grieve to certain things mm. um like for example that that when uh when our friend passed uh, my grieving was pretty delayed i think i talked about it on the, mm. uh, the first november episode but the main thing that i took away from that uh, that circumstance was my I guess my awareness on mental health mental health um, before that I was I just thought of mental health as like um, maybe something you need to be diagnosed with rather mm-hmm. than something that's kind of happening in everyone's life every day. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, uh, it just kind of opened up my mind that there's more to it, and you don't know what someone is going through when. Mm-hmm. I would talk to our friend at the time. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Right. There were like some, there were some issues where, um, there were some issues that just seemed like normal issues mm-hmm. and I didn't really dig much, dig deeper into it, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I had no idea. And like looking back at it now, you never know, like the mindset that someone's in, mm-hmm. in order to take their life, still never, I'll still never understand. And that's yeah. the, uh, the scary part of it, I guess.
0: No. Yeah, it's um, the it's because you uh, thinking of how you're saying that, where you think of it as needing to be diagnosed with something. It's almost like thinking that it needs to be something so extreme that mm-hmm. it's noticeable to that extent that you're going to be medicated. That that's when this happens. But obviously, these things that affect us can be a lot more subtle. I guess in the sense that you don't know the magnitude that it carries in that person and that individual. Yeah. Or you don't know whatever they're going through, how serious that is for them in their life. Right. Um, yeah. How about either of you? How have you felt?
3: It was hard. Mm-hmm. I think like the first couple days I didn't sleep at home. Like I ran away. Um, I was so numb at first, you know, like I couldn't believe what I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, every single day was crying. It was either I was crying or I was numb, no. you know? And like, I think the really good thing about us was that like we saw each other every single day mm-hmm. and like we spent mostly the whole day together. I'm gonna cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <No>. <laughs> Okay, I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you felt that sort of numbness and just sadness, and mm-hmm. that was the only thing that was there then. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
3: I love that, like how we were all together and we were grieving together. You know, mm-hmm. like I can't even imagine if like another one of my other friends passed, but not all of my friends were close to that person Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like i don't know how i'd be able to handle it because like they wouldn't exactly know how i'm feeling
0: right it's almost like you might not be able to open up about how Mm -hmm. you're feeling with them yeah because they don't know yeah right i think that that's a a common kind of trending conversation around this kind of thing where it's like you don't want to burden other people with your own sadness exactly, exactly. and think that can contribute to the person who might make a decision to take their own life but it will also contribute to those who are grieving mm-hmm. from something like this yeah right you don't want to put this on other people but when you do have everybody who has a, a shared experience it might make it at least easier to open up um, but still in, an incredibly sad thing mm-hmm. right i yep. feel
3: like maybe that's why i ran away because like i didn't want I mean, of course me not being home, my parents, of course, worried, but like at the same time, like I didn't want them like checking up on me like so very often and, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of like being so careful around me. I was like, okay, like I'd rather just not be home, Mm -hmm. let them know that I'm okay. But Yeah.
2: yeah, it was nice to, yeah. Like you were saying, our friend group, there was even a few times when I think we just met up shortly after just for the sake of meeting up Mm -hmm. and we didn't really do anything yeah we just just, like
3: together yeah we just
2: literally there's a few times where we literally just sat
0: together
3: yeah yeah
0: that feeling i guess where it's like you don't want to be checked up on you know by your parents in that case
3: yeah like i don't i don't want to worry them like yeah you know but like uh i I don't know how to explain the feeling
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's something that i've felt with with other situations where it's like it's almost like the presence of this person caring forces me to think about it too, mm-hmm. forces me to kind of acknowledge it. And then it becomes even more in my head. I think like, Oh, this is going to be even more of a, a thought more of more forefront thought in my mind. When in reality, I'm still going to be sitting here thinking about it. Right. No matter what, if someone's going to talk to me about it, at least I'm kind of getting it out. But yeah. of course, so shortly after too, right. That's not something that you want to deal with. That's not something that you want to go through. But that's, I guess, part of this question I have for us here too, right? Is like it, the way that we have grieved, right, is, is part of the conversation as well. You know, the immediate afterwards is different from where we are today, you know?
3: You know what I remember? What? When we went to Ikea with Janelle, we literally just, we were like, <laughs> hang out together. And like, we did random things. Yeah. But we were together. Mm-hmm. And I really like that
1: hmm Yeah.
3: It was so weird how we literally just we were just like, let's go to IKEA. We were grieving in
1: IKEA. Cut mm-hmm. some Swedish meatballs. <laughs> yeah. Best place on earth, baby. <laughs> Look at all these rooms.
2: Yeah. <laughs> trying out the different beds, actually like you're gonna buy one. That's literally what we were
3: doing. We were laying on the yeah. beds and we had ice cream.
2: No. <laughs> it's a good vibe.
0: I mean, <laughs> can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Not at all. What Kind of ice cream.
2: McDonald's no, my, ice cream. Oh, you brought it too. Yeah.
0: You bring yeah. in McDonald's. Or actually, no,
3: it might have been IKEA, no, I ice, cream. IKEA ice cream.
0: Doesn't yeah, I IKEA? So. They, they got a half and half, right? a Little chocolate vanilla swirl. Really? <laughs> they got one of those. <laughs> I'm pretty I sure. Know.
2: I don't know. I don't think they had IKEA ice cream. I'm sure it's good. It's it's your basic soft serve. Really? I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking IKEA ice cream is like no. It's, to fro- it's like frozen yogurt. Is it? Oh, is, is
0: it? Not it? Even, it's not even soft serve. It's froyo.
1: It's fro I think pretty sure it's froyo.
3: I don't. I think it's soft serve yo.
1: They got
2: some hot-
1: right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's fro-yo no. they got- <laughs>
2: You said soft serve yo
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's fro-yo-yo
0: Man, I'm pretty sure they got some killer hot dogs, man I fucking love their hot dogs Are they like 99 so cents? Good. Yeah, that's why I like them I don't think no. I've
3: tried it It's a basic hot dog Compare it to the Costco one
0: <laughs> Costco's way better Costco, oh, the jumbo dog <laughs> Dude, what about the <laughs> Remember that time at um, high school? I almost ate two foot longs? You did, and then we went to Subway. <laughs> Fuck man, we went on a lunch break in we high went school. To, yeah, we I went to I can't even wait till after high school. <laughs> but we Jesus. went to we went to Subway, and I ordered I ordered two meatball marinara's, man. I was oh, pounding them back.
3: That's the worst. And then you, one one the <laughs> then you had KD. Then yeah. <laughs> you had KD afterwards.
2: could have. You have I don't powder, know you We had powdered have.
0: donuts afterwards. That's what we had. <laughs>
2: yeah, I loves the round, round, round. Uh, and we thought we were.
0: I love them. I love them. We thought we were hilarious too because we had the powdered donuts and we rubbed the the powder all over our upper lips and we were walking around class. Oh my god. We were god. sitting. I remember we were sitting in the the cafeteria and Just, didn't like teachers come up or say something and say you can't be doing that. Like, <laughs>
2: I don't remember that. What are you you talking talking about? Can't believe in powder on your upper lip.
0: Bastards. They don't know what's good for us. Um, I mean, obviously, like, for, for us sitting here, I know how difficult this is for you to talk about. And I know that you're acknowledging what Shandy's saying and you're agreeing, but what... What was it like for you, man? Like, get it, get us into your head, get us into your head he a little. He
3: ran away too.
2: Yeah, this guy ran. I physically far ran. You
1: yeah. actually ran away. I think. Oh,
2: initially, yeah, you did. Physically. Uh, yeah. physically,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. I think life has a funny way of humbling you, if you will. You know, like before all of this, I would say I was very ignorant or, you know, biased to the whole you know thought of suicide and everything mm-hmm. i think i'm very blessed and would say that i'm actually like a very happy person and so i would never understand that perspective and that thought and i used to have really far out ideas of how you should deal with stuff like that and i was such a fucking loud mouth little brat not that i'm any better now but <laughs> you know i would always think like As long as there's, you know, shelter over my head, food in my mouth, like, I can't be sad, you know? And I would always think, don't get sad, get angry, you know? If you're angry, you at least fucking break something, smash something, you're doing something. Hmm. If you're sad, you can't do anything. And then, it's almost like life tells you, like, oh, yeah? Check this out. (laughs) And we go through things in life and they always change us and it's for better or worse. And I think it's up to you to decide how that changes you. There's many things that happened because of this that affect me every day. Mm. And they change the way I see things and I do things. And I try to do my best to take and step back, not be such a little mouth, loud mouth, mouth kid. And, you know, think of, how this changes me for the worse and for the better and try to just let the good things come out, you know? Cause I could sit here and tell you how it changes how I go into things and the perspective I have, but it also does that in a positive way. You know, like now my perspective, the way I view the world, the way I see others is just completely different.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I appreciate it, Seb. Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean to your to your point of it makes you see things differently i absolutely agree with that right it it, you you view people differently right i think quite a bit at least for for speaking from my own experience i feel like i view people quite differently when someone wants to tell me about something that they're going through you maybe take that a little more seriously Mm -hmm. a little more more empathy in our lives yeah. yeah yeah do you mind me like and i just want to ask about uh you said before you, as a loudmouth kid, you, you thought of the idea of suicide in a certain way. What was the way that you kind of viewed that that idea?
1: I just never really fully understood it or grasped the concept, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I grew up in Mexico and I saw what bad looks like. And mm. I always thought like, I, don't, I, I can't afford or let myself be sad when I've seen bad and I've seen the worst. And so I just came into it with a very ignorant mentality. It's just like, I see it this way, why don't you kind of thing? Mm. Mm. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And I, like a little bit, a part of me still kind of does see like that and it sucks because then when you do feel sad, it's like you almost can't allow yourself to feel sad. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just never understood it. And when people try to explain to me, even like when Jess was going through and everything, mm-hmm. I always had like the worst response and the worst advice, if you will. Mm.
0: What kind of response would you have?
1: I just want to understand it.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. No. like how can you see it that way yeah just be like, come happy. on it's not that bad yet. Like, yeah. yeah
1: like yeah like a very, shrug it just, off. you know bias based on my own perception my own experiences mm-hmm. one of the one of the things that i've learned through all this is shut your fucking mouth seb <laughs> most of the time you're wrong so just listen rather mm-hmm. than talk
0: it's uh it's interesting that you mentioned that the importance of like listening because Um, In our conversation with Mitch and uh, my friend Dev last week, uh, we talked about the importance of listening and that it's not necessarily about giving advice to a person who reaches out to you for help, right? It's it's about being there to listen Mm -hmm. and even just saying, like, I can't imagine what you're going through right now. That sounds really hard. That can go a long way for somebody, too, that now that you open up this conversation, Mm -hmm. you allow them to continue letting out what's there, right? And now they're not alone. Right? When you open up these conversations, that person who's going through this, where they feel like they're alone, all of a sudden they've got somebody who knows what's going on in their head. Mm. They've got somebody who's yeah, heard them. Right? They've got somebody who's accountable with them.
3: Yeah, I, I noticed that like a lot of the times when I would like want to talk to someone, mm-hmm. I wouldn't like expect responses or like I wouldn't actually want what they had to say. Mm. Like I just wanted them to listen. And then when they would actually try to give me advice, I'd get irritated. Mm. mm-hmm it's so weird
0: it's a like I've, I've felt that for sure you get something off your chest and then they're like oh but have you tried doing this thing or like you know what you should do you just sit and in my head i'm like fuck off i don't like, want to fucking up. do that like i'm just trying
2: to Notice yeah. have noticed that while listening to people Just, just. can <laughs> you name a few you no, just wanted to name? shut up no i didn't like <laughs> just like listening to people's conversations and stuff <laughs> And be like, and like I'm, I'm giving like decent advice, and they're just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I get what you're saying. I can tell in their head they just like they don't really want to hear the advice. They just wanna, yeah. they just wanna be like, oh yeah, I'm on your side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah, it's almost like you need to wait for in those moments when someone is opening up to and sharing. Um, listen first and mm-hmm. listen until they might ask, what do you think about? Yeah,
3: it? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. If they're asking then, then that means that they're asking for advice. Right, it's um, it's a funny, it's a funny cliche, with um, like a uh, man a woman. You know what I mean? A woman's telling you about her problems, right? <laughs> they don't want to hear you fucking tell them how to fix their problems. They just want to <laughs> tell you their problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so it's the same way, right? You you don't do that for anybody. Man to man, man to woman, man to anybody. You don't give advice for someone else's problems with your own, I guess, solutions because those tools might work for you, they might not work for them. I find that really, I guess, interesting that you learned that lesson or learned that through this, right? In a way, that's one of the things that you've learned about mental health and like talking to people. So don't give anyone advice; they don't want it. Give advice when it's asked for. I think unwanted
1: advice is the worst. Yeah, that's so true. I was say eighty percent people are like really shitty listeners.
0: Listening is tough. Yeah, I
2: can. There's there's Uh, so many times where I'm like, I could be talking to someone. It might not be about a certain problem. But I can just tell they just, they don't want to give advice.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you, you mean, like, when you're telling someone about something you're going through, that they don't want to give advice to you? Or are you saying that the person doesn't feel, want to be I, given I, advice? More,
2: sorry, more to Seb's point, where a lot of people just, I don't know if it's just my, like, the pessimistic thinking, but, like, I feel like a lot of people just don't care. Depending mm. on, the, sorry, depending on the, like, outside of our friend group, I feel like if I talk to anybody in our friend group. Mm they're they're sincere listeners mm. but no we're shitty listeners I don't but we'll so. care
0: about what we're saying
1: i think it goes both ways like most of the time when we're asking someone to listen to us is because we want them to affirm or reaffirm our inner thoughts mm-hmm. yeah so when they tell us advice it's shitty because first of all we don't take it mm-hmm. and then B, they're wasting all this energy into trying to help us, and then it just goes sideways. When what we just want them to do is just be like, "Yeah, bro, mm-hmm. okay." That I get sense, that yeah. with you guys, man.
0: I, probably, <laughs> I texted them something that was on my mind recently, and I was I was just yeah. excited, I was just happy about it, I was excited about it, and I texted them, what? and they're me, they're hitting me with "You fucking idiot, like, I mean, you're so stupid, I can't believe you're just thinking of like this." Yeah, yeah. I texted them in the group chat. No, I texted it to you, too, directly. I made a private group chat with you, two, And I was like, hey, I'm feeling... Oh, bad. yeah. And then I well, said... Was, said yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, after roasting me, then they're like, I'm happy for you, and that sounds really great, right? Yeah. Um, whatever was on my mind at the time. But, yeah, it's like... that's That's the same idea, at least, to me in my head, where that at least I, I, I was i was it was joking right mm-hmm. and at the end of it you were just listening to me and happy for me and happy with what i'm thinking but that can go both ways to where if i'm feeling sad about something right i don't need you to fix me out of being sad i need you to listen to me being sad because i chose to be vulnerable with you
2: yeah i think in that like because it was something you're so happy about mm-hmm. that's easier saw, to fuck I, around with i you saw know? the opportunity to roast you a little bit yeah <laughs> i don't know if you wanted the advice after or not, <laughs> <laughs> you gave it
1: that was really fucking stupid <laughs> It's not at yeah. all it's great uh,
0: having these conversations i mean obviously we're touching on the fact that um we've felt different things or gone through this experience and learned different things from it and learned things about ourselves, learn things about how we interact with the world around us um given that this is a this is going to kind of shift us towards talking about November a little bit here and um what we do on this podcast uh this is sharing candid open sometimes vulnerable conversations between and about men typically but obviously I want to get the perspective of a woman on this one which is on the topic of grieving we stereotypically men and women grieve differently right we we do things differently you had a group of friends shortly after this happened that you were able to surround yourself with and talk to right. Different. Yeah. Different. Right. And so I want to maybe just ask in, in just the way that you see this, right. Maybe even how you see men and how they grieve for us, how we see women and how they grieve. How do you think that's different from ourselves and the way that we grieve? I think about, uh, losing my my grandma i didn't grieve that very much at all interestingly enough my grandma and i we weren't like we weren't distant Mm -hmm. i was supposedly her favorite grandchild i saw her almost every weekend with my mom but i i don't remember crying when i lost my grandma
3: that's so crazy to me
0: yeah like (laughs) like, why is that crazy to you because
3: like i lost my grandma over the summer Mm -hmm. um and i found out at work and like once i found out i was just like bawling my eyes out like I had to go run into like one of the supply rooms and I started like 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 not scream crying but I was like wailing you know Mm -hmm. and then like my dad was very close to his mom and when I got into the car like I wasn't expecting that he'd come pick me up from work Mm -hmm. as he usually does but he did um and like when I was crying to him I think maybe I only saw one tear and like we were watching the funeral Over Facebook Live, Jesus,
2: (laughs) live from the (laughs) Philippines.
3: (laughs) Yeah, legit. And like, my dad did not cry at all, and I was like, "How the heck do you not cry?" Because like, I'm such a crybaby. Like, I Mm. will cry over everything, anything.
0: Do you feel it when you cry that that helps?
3: It does. It's very cathartic. Mm. Yeah, it's just Mm -hmm. like a release.
0: That moment after like a good cry, you're feeling good. You're feeling empty. That was a good cry, buddy. (laughs) Oh,
2: I definitely don't feel good after crying. I really massive headache after crying. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, god he's wow. so like
0: wow. allergic to emotion that he just starts
2: fucking getting a headache during and after.
0: Oh man, nah, I feel terrible. Are sure? we talking about crying?
2: <laughs> 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 Is there a difference? <laughs> Is there a difference? You guys don't
0: cry the whole time. <laughs> man really hey yeah you feel that like it doesn't it doesn't get you out of that headspace Wait, Cab,
3: when was the last time you cried
2: saturday night <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know i'd actually have to think about it for a little bit yeah like I don't know. years no not years okay. like maybe last year i don't know hmm. i can't remember is and that like, time we got like, into
1: a fight with you me and aj oh yeah it was that yeah, was, it was
3: did you long like day. cry cry
1: or <laughs> yeah he cried that was yeah, cool. it was go, go, go. so funny can we tell the story it was 48 he hours wasted
2: blackout drunk he was fine he had it it's been a very long night <laughs> he had two drinks no we just spent too much time together i don't know literally, he cried because they were so
1: close <laughs> <laughs> no like, last time i spent 72 hours with sev i ended up crying Seth? Yeah. <laughs> Aj cried too, didn't he? We, just, we almost <laughs> we almost killed each other. <laughs> it was
0: so seven. Aj, they were Seb, Aj, and Cabs. They were they stayed over here, right? I was asleep. I don't, was ever even here? I don't know. But I went to bed like at a reasonable time in the night. These guys stayed up the whole night, and I wake up, and they're still awake, and they're just harassing each other. They're making like yeah. the dumbest jokes, right? And it, to me, it's hilarious. To me, it's so funny. You guys are just beaking each other about the stupidest little shit, but you can see it's like slowly starting to bother AJ. He's like slowly getting rattled by
1: it. It was like a real life Lord of the Flies situation. (laughs) (laughs) It was fucking crazy, man. And then we went. We all started uh, getting each other's nerves, and then it's just.
0: We went to Pioneer's Pub. You guys were calling each other Febreze Brothers. They kept, they kept getting up like <laughs> mid conversation. All right, Febreze Brothers, <laughs> shake on it. And then they'd say they'd stop, like fucking harassing each other. And then two seconds later, they're back at it. And then we went to Pioneers Pub, and they kept doing it. And then AJ just got mad, yeah. like out of nowhere. And it scared the shit here. out of me. And then we came back here, and he was so upset that AJ was like genuinely mad at them for being annoying yeah. all day. He went over the, <laughs> he went over the, the deck and cried, for wailing.
2: <laughs> wow! he it cried out so, there it was yeah, so it sweet though no, but it was i like... was leaning over the
0: balcony <laughs> <laughs> and think about this dude no sleep this guy's been up all night <laughs> and he's leaning over the balcony on his own crying it was and i'm sorry i'm oh, laughing it was did. it was a funny it was a funny time it was a funny time um <laughs> fuck but yeah the, that thing though about holding in tears it's not even that I didn't it's weird I, I didn't feel the need to cry. I don't know if you've asked your dad if he felt the need to cry. Like did you want to cry or did you just hold it in and keep it in for the sake of keeping my it dad in? I don't just know. just
3: doesn't cry. Like my mom told me like in like their entire marriage she's probably only seen him cry like like one or two times. Wow. And one of them was when I got sick <laughs> mm. <laughs> when I was a baby. Mm. And I was like, "What? That made you cry?" But
1: like,
2: that's love.
3: Losing your mama didn't make you cry. It was it was just like, you know, like because my dad like so close to his mom. Mm.
2: Is he a very like practical guy? He's very very rational and like I'm just the the only reason I'm asking is because like is she like I don't want to like ask if like she died in natural causes. Yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah. She's old. Was he like kind of reasoned with that a little Mm. bit? 93. I guess so. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 92 or 93. Yeah. Crazy. Hey. No.
2: Um,
3: I guess yeah. Like I remember, um, like how my dad would handle it. Like he didn't get out of bed for like a couple of days. And it was crazy because like my dad and I, we both like couldn't do anything, like we couldn't function. Um, and Maple, my dog, like mm-hmm. she would just be going back and forth between us and like she knew.
0: You can sense it.
3: It was so cute. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Um But yeah, my dad was saying he was like, Yeah, I think I've come to terms with it because like she's lived like such a long Fulfilling life, and like mm-hmm. because there she had so many kids, you know. I feel like you know, she left her mark on the world, yeah. She know. lives
2: on, yeah, you know? she's yeah. at peace, yeah,
3: yeah, she is.
0: Um, the title of this episode is Why We Live, right? And as sad as it is to lose somebody, I think there's so much importance in us carrying on who that person was, right? Um, I've, I've talked about it, I think, at least privately with all of you uh frank ocean on the poster behind you there seb frank ocean is the one connection that i have with this person with our friend right that's the one thing that we had in common that's the one thing that we shared an interest Mm -hmm. in and she didn't get to hear blonde
3: yeah no she didn't
0: and so anytime i listen to that album i'm thinking about them right And so for me, that artistry, then I've, Frank Ocean has become my favorite artist. Frank Ocean has inspired me in ways by listening to that music and thinking about this moment, thinking about things like that. And Your tattoo. I have multiple tattoos related to Frank Ocean. And in a way for me, again, I know I'm not, I'm not gonna lie about it. She wasn't a close friend of mine, but for me, that's carrying her with mm-hmm, me in a way, mm-hmm. right? It makes me think about all of you. It makes me think about our friend group and so it's important that we we continue to live on and carry on these stories of these people, whether it's their grandmother passing away, whether it's a friend that leaves too soon, right?
2: I think like the immediate thought when I start to grieve, like if I'm just learning about someone's passing, it's almost like there are emotions waiting right there and I'm like ready to just push them away. Mm um i've gotten better with it especially with the podcast helps a lot Mm -hmm. but uh no that's like my immediate instinct is just to like shut the door to the emotions (gasps) and like handle it Mm -hmm. it's almost like preparing yourself
0: for when that emotion will eventually hit i guess think about it that way at all
2: No, no no i don't expect it to hit after
0: interesting you're gonna push it and it's never coming in
2: yeah but i don't even know if it's like i'm shutting the door but i don't yeah. even know like what is on the other side mm-hmm.
0: yeah it can be kind of scary kind of confronting your your emotion around things like this sometimes right because it, it it puts you down a bit of a spiral sometimes you know i heard this thing recently and it was uh, it was from some poem that a guy had written uh and it was and he says let it flow let it flood And it's it was talking about emotion. It was talking about when you're feeling something about somebody, Mm -hmm. just let it happen. Yeah. Right. Let that emotion flow through you. And that applies to anything, right? In the in the context of that, it was about feelings about a person. If you're feeling something about a certain person, let it flow, let it flood. If you're feeling sad, be sad. Be sad. Yeah. Be sad.
2: That's Um, how
3: I usually let
2: it happen.
3: Yeah. Yeah
2: easier said than done i think it is easier said
0: than done because there's that that
2: fear of letting that in yeah right you don't not even fear but it's like you don't want it in for for me i think it's like a fear of like being emotionally unstable and letting my emotions take over Mm -hmm. but i don't know just
0: the more you do it the easier that can get yeah so it's it's like anything man I I feel like that. I I think that at least. I think that the more that you do kind of surrender to your emotions, the more in tune to your emotions you get too, That's right? True. Like you can be even more aware of like triggers for things that are going to make you feel a certain way if you've gone through
2: that feeling many times before. Mm. But and does then that make you, manage you more again like and sensitive that? to topics then? If you're more aware of your triggers, mm. do you become more sensitive, sensitive of a person?
0: In my experience, I haven't felt more sensitive to topics. It's made me just feel better about managing how I'm feeling when I'm feeling something, right, personally.
3: What do y'all think about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The other, it was, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. I was like feeling kind of down and like irritated about a situation. And then like, I knew I should talk about it because like I knew if I just kept it in, it'd just like keep brewing and brewing. Mm. And I knew I was like, okay, like, let me just get it out. And I did. And like, I still felt like shit afterwards but today i was like wow like i'm in a good mood like i want to do something crazy <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. that's kind of like the the same feeling that i get from that whole having a good cry thing mm-hmm. you know at the okay. end of it I've, I've, i i'll feel better this is going to sound stupid but I I texted you. I was feeling emotional when the podcast hit a thousand subscribers. Yeah, that little like tiny little tear thing. It was like it was like a positive emotion. I was of like, course. oh, this is sweet. This yeah. is really cool. And no, it's, it's like I, I did this. I yeah. texted my mom. Yeah. I'm like, mom, I, feel like, I actually got, got her on the phone. I was like, mom, I, it just hit a <laughs> thousand. I was like feeling really good about it. But I had a little cry, and then afterwards <laughs> it was so like, cute. okay, that emotion's gone. That like well of emotion isn't there anymore. I can go on about my day. I think I was, we were setting up to record another episode. Like, I was like, okay, let me get back to this. Like, I'll be all right.
2: Mama, I made it. Mama, I no. made it. Like, it, was, it was
0: literally that kind of feeling, man. And as, as, as a corny and whatever as it is, that's that's a similar feeling that I've had, right? Where you get an emotion out, whether it's sad or not. Last question to just ask all of us here, thinking about this conversation we've had today, I guess, how how did it feel to have this conversation? Do you think there is value in having conversations like these? Are these important to have with your social circles?
3: I was scared, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. this topic like it's always it just scares me. Mm-hmm. like I remember during nursing school um when I was doing my mental health rotation, my uh instructor was like, "Okay, read chapter twenty five and I'm like, "Okay, I go to chapter twenty five suicide and I'm mm. like, "Oh my God, couldn't read it." Um, and it's already so hard enough to talk about like one-on-one with someone else or like with a group of friends, like never did I ever think I'd be talking about it here like Mm -hmm. on a podcast for like people to see. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it is a very worthy topic to talk about.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I like that you say that because I didn't, I didn't know the way that you went through this. I know. The days I would, immediately following, I never knew any of that. Yeah, I was I was, I was scared. I was like through.
3: this is really getting out of my comfort zone. Because mm-hmm. like I hate the topic so much. I don't think it would ever be anyone's comfort zone. Nobody wants to talk with this shit. Yeah. No. But um I'm glad actually no. <laughs> I didn't really go in that depth because I know if I did, I'd like just start bawling my eyes mm-hmm. out.
0: And that's not what we're needing to yeah,
3: do. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're, nah. we're, we're
0: talking about this one step at a time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but I appreciate, I mean, you being part of this conversation too. Um, Seb, how about yeah, yourself? No. How did you feel about this conversation? I know that, I'll, of yeah. course, like, you didn't have to say a ton of stuff. That's not the point of it. But how do you feel being
1: here? Personally, I wouldn't have done it for anyone else but you. <laughs> if I'm just being fucking honest. Sure. I do think this is something that needs to actually be spoken of more and addressed. Mm-hmm. And it's a real issue in today's society. Especially
3: mm-hmm. lately, like after the pandemic and stuff. I was, I was stuff. telling you,
1: mm-hmm. when you called me, asked me to do this. Mm-hmm. I just finished class. And I read some create this prof was, t- we're doing like a cyber crime class with like social media and all that shit. And then the, he told me, oh, there's some crazy stat where it's like, today's teens... Um, you're more likely to commit suicide than homicide. Insane. Which I thought was fucking crazy.
3: That's so messed up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, even though we don't want to talk about it it's fucking shitty, like, yeah, we should. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Um, I learned another, like, on that topic of this last year being pretty terrible for mental health, that idea of this ridiculous number when you're comparing homicide rate versus suicide rate for the, the cause of death in, in teenagers being higher for suicide that's fucking awful i just learned uh, my cousin sent me this stat after last week's episode kids age 5 to 14 suicide is the number three cause of death <gasps> jesus yeah see? 5 to 14 oh
2: my God. what are the top two
0: i don't remember <laughs> it's in there if you want me to pull it you want me to pull it up i mean it. i would like
2: to kind of get some for context <laughs> yeah for, for
0: context. context
1: give me a moment Sure.
2: Death by Lego. <laughs> <laughs> like even good stepping on triple. Oh, no. <laughs> Which Lego is, is Lego more Lego. <laughs>
1: oh, Barefoot
2: geez. stepping on Lego. <laughs> Can't find it. <him. laughs> <laughs>
0: So I don't know. It was, I think it was just like a, like a temporary screenshot on Instagram or something she sent, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter for context, but still it's just a, it's a horrifying number that this is so prevalent in mm-hmm. lives at such a young age too. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: It's so sad. It
0: is. It is. Um, I don't think that when, when you asked, um, how your grandmother passed away, natural causes, older age, my grandmother, same thing. I think there is something uniquely awful about losing somebody at a young age when Mm -hmm. there's so much more yeah that could be had Mm -hmm. right um but i appreciate that you did this coming on here um i'll I'll share with uh, the two of you i talked to cabs a little bit about this already even after last week's episode i've had a few people and this is we're filming this on thursday I've had a few people since Monday reach out privately and say how much listening to this conversation has helped them and okay. they have reached out to their own friends and they're now talking and opening up about what they're going through. Mm-hmm. That's the power of doing this, right? That's the point of us modeling this kind of conversation and getting these out there. So I appreciate both of you doing of this here. Um, Cabs, how did you feel about today?
2: It was hard. There was a lot of times where I just wanted to laugh for the sake of laughing, mm-hmm. just to uh, shove it away. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, but it's still something like I feel like not necessarily we can work on, but like these conversations are good in terms of mental health. When we have these conversations, I feel like it is for something like the topic of suicide. It is good to talk about because we should be talking about mental health as a whole, right? Every single part, mm-hmm. the results, the outcome the start of it, Mm -hmm. the preparation, what we can do to help. Mm -hmm. Um, No, it's, it's all good. It's, it's, it's hard to talk about. Yeah. It's difficult for everyone. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, it's, it's something that needs to be talked about for sure. It's so
3: hard to talk about when like the cause of mental health is just something so tragic. Mm -hmm. Like I work with a lot of like downtown East side people and like, you know, a lot of times I'm like, oh, like we can laugh about. It. I'm like, oh, like how'd you get into crack? Like, what the heck happened? <laughs> and they'd say shit like, oh, like my mom passed away or yeah. like my dad passed away, like at such a young age. And I'm like, oh shit, dude. Like, yeah. like where do you go from there? Yeah, like you, you know? almost understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I totally mm-hmm. get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you all of you for for coming and having this conversation because I felt really good about just being here and getting this all out too. Um. I love what you're saying there, Cabs. About you understand, you know, you, when we are all human, right? There is a shared experience underlying it. I'm not doing crack, but shit, I understand if you lose your parents at a young age. Yeah. You sure? Where are you? You're lost. You yeah. know, you're yeah. lost. Yeah. Um, and you can turn to things. Yeah. Right? More, you can turn you to you these start bad decisions with people more and mm-hmm. start to
2: understand people more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's just less hate. I feel like after that, And yeah. oh, well, you sure. can understand yeah. people and what they're going through and reason why they do things and like after they've gone through a certain circumstance you can you can hate people less
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you empathize mm-hmm. yeah. um that's the point of these conversations and so thank you caps i want to kind of tie things up there uh to summarize a little bit of what we talked about today we uh we talked about the fact that we everybody grieves differently and everybody goes through these emotions differently. The important thing is, is that you do. I think it's important that you let these emotions come and that can be a, a hard thing to learn when you grow up pushing emotions away in a sense, right? When you try to not deal with them, of course you're not going to want to. It's easier said than done, right? But that's, it's, it's all in practice. It's all in the motion. If you get some of that out of listening to this conversation, great, amazing. Happy to be part of it. Um, anyways, thank you both again for coming. I appreciate it. Thanks, Cavs, for coming. Thank you all for sharing. And everybody, if you enjoyed this week's episode, I hope you stick around for the next one. So we've got three more this month all on the topic of November. And uh, they're all going to be great. So we'll see you all next week. Peace.